0: Welcome to the Punts, Bunts, and Jams podcast. No matter if we are recapping the action from the week before, we're setting up what we are most excited to see in the coming days. I guarantee you will have a great time. So sit back and enjoy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Punts, Bunts, and Jams podcast. Now, this is the only episode that's coming out this week. This is episode 33. Some things came up back on Sunday when we normally record the episode, so we're going to do it all in one. We're going to talk recap, we're going to talk look-ahead, we're going to talk uh, a different way to cook an egg, we're going to talk about uh, clay fact, we're going to hit rapid fire. We've got a lot to talk about in this episode, but we're going to mainly focus on college basketball, college football, but we're going to get started with the NFL. So Cody, go nuts. What's up, Clay Dodd? What's up, buddy? News. I
1: am no longer at Cody Kirk twenty two on the Twitter. I am just at PBJ Pod, so I will be running that as my personal Twitter and as the podcast Twitter. So just a little uh, housekeeping before we get started.
0: Absolutely, and it's going to be if you don't already follow us on the PBJ Pod. I don't know why you wouldn't. Of course, you probably do already, but this is going to get way better for the PB PBJ Pod Twitter account.
1: Yeah, I already feel like we've got a lot more action coming in. I feel. Like live tweeting the Bama game was uh like we we got a lot we like got a lot a little more notifications than normal so absolutely uh, I'm excited about that so I look I look forward to talking to everybody through that so yes uh, let's talk some NFL though that that's correct like that's what we're starting with yes sir so got to start with today <laughs> random <laughs> Wednesday three p.m. The, game the normal maxion NFL game <laughs> <laughs> while uh, you were at work. <laughs> yep, while you're at work and nobody knew it was on, and probably 14 people watched. Uh, the Steelers do take care of business, and they are now 11 and 0, my friend.
0: 11 and 0. And I tell you, I seen on one of my buddies sent an uh, article, or it wasn't an article, but it was a post from a pretty popular forum around uh, these parts. And this guy put down $15,000 that the Steelers would win by more than 10 And, um, uh, Yikes! He's not buying that new car today. Let's just say that they—they
1: they did not. The score was nineteen to fourteen over the the RG three led
0: Ravens. Crazy, ain't it?
1: I mean, think about this kid's career. He wins the Heisman, then he's the the NFL Rookie of the Year. Then he gets hurt, and then he goes to the Saints. I believe is that's where he goes, right? The yeah. Saints, yeah. and then. Now he shows up behind Lamar Jackson, who's the MVP. And honestly, like I couldn't tell much of a difference. Like I feel like sometimes Lamar Jackson like I don't know. I know how he won the MVP because all those rushing yards and right. and all those things, but like he he just doesn't do it for me. I don't know about you. Like no, I, no. I think I think Kyler Murray is is gonna be better than Lamar. I think there's a lot better quarterbacks out there than Lamar Jackson.
0: Yeah. I'll I tell you, um, as far as RG3, he could, it's a shame that he did get hurt when he was in Washington the way he it did. It really is. I mean, that really messed up his career. And, um, you know, now he's got a shot at playing a few games, maybe while Lamar's out and uh, see if he can do a few things. I mean, he came up short today, but let's just say this. If it wasn't for – I believe they got a pick six in that game, right?
1: They did. They, they had to pick six.
0: So, if it wasn't for that, you take that away, this game, this could have been an upset. This could have been a, uh, a first time the Steelers lost all season.
1: Yeah, and and the Miami Dolphins will be drinking a little champagne.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: Which, again, I don't want to get into that. that I don't want to say.
0: Of course. Well, last Thursday was Thanksgiving, and we did have two games on that day. We were supposed to have three, but, of course, the game that got played today – got moved, so we ended up with two games where we had the Texans blowing out the lines and then that other game that used to be the Cowboys and the Indians happened where Washington came alive for the first time this year. Now
1: it's the Cowgirls and the no name team.
0: There you go. Now we're talking.
1: And I don't, uh, like is it bad? I was I was kinda rooting for the the Washington team. Because I have I have a couple of their uh, players on fantasy and my dad was like, What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, Look, the Cowboys are terrible. We need to lose this so we get a better <laughs> draft pick, first of all. And I also want to win some dollars.
0: So I do
1: enjoy like, winning I, of the dollars. It, it is neat, I hear.
0: <laughs> so then it, w- another thing that was neat, a little score gummy, which if you guys don't follow score gummy on Twitter, you really should. It's awesome. It's fun. But both of those games on Thursday, the winner, you know, the winning team scored forty-one. I mean, how many times does that happened? Twice, twice, twice on the same day. So let's move on to Sunday. Things are weird in twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, like the Falcons beating the Raiders forty-three to six on Sunday.
1: Uh, yeah. After like the first thing you see on Twitter, well, I did was Josh Jacobs annihilating somebody, and then. <laughs> You you scroll there, you scroll through there, and you're like, oh, I bet the Raiders are winning by 20 after that right. play. Nope, <laughs> nope, they scored six.
0: Not even. They close. literally scored six. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, the Bills take care of the Chargers 27 to 17. And uh, the Giants get a win over the Bengals 19 17. Big win, the, for them. <laughs> really a, a surprise for me was the Titans beating the Colts 45 26.
1: You know, I had that wrote down, my friend, and that's just one of those after basically these two games reversed because we saw this game in Nashville, but yep. the, the Colts won, and this time it was just a complete role reversal. Derrick Henry was a, a monster in the first half, three touchdowns. You know, he, he's just – he gets better and better the later in the year. Like, he just hits a stride. No pun intended. He just hits the stride and he just keeps going. And he's just hard to tackle with one person because he's gonna make that initial person miss. Like you're gonna have to have gang tackling on on Derrick Henry or you're gonna get beat by nineteen.
0: That's right. Vikings get a a really close win over the Panthers twenty eight to twenty seven. And the Patriots get a win over Kyler Murray and the Cardinals twenty to seventeen.
1: That's a shocking score to me. It, yep. The Patriots are an enigma to me, man. Like, I was three weeks ago, I was like, they're winning that all. Last yeah. week they get beat. Now they beat the Cardinals, and I'm just confused. Like, uh, I'm, <laughs> if there's a team that's 2020, it's the New England Patriots.
0: Absolutely. Just up and down. We don't know what they're going to come out this next week and look like. If you look at the trends, they're probably going to come out and get beat by six touchdowns.
1: Correct. Yeah, that's so, what I'd go with.
0: But something that is a little bit more uh, predictable is a Jets loss. The Dolphins get to win, twenty to the three. I I don't know what to say about the Jets. They're just bad, real bad. Yeah. They they're, yeah.
1: they're, they're tanking for Trevor, or they they are really they're just they're just tanking. like losing football games. Like yeah, they're
0: just tanking to tank.
1: Yeah, they're just bored out there. They're just like ah, who cares? Let's let's <laughs> lose by twenty to the Dolphins.
0: <laughs> the Browns are having a good year, 27 25 over the Jaguars. And uh, the are Saints, they the
1: worst eight and three team of all time? Because I feel like the yes. Browns are bad. Yes, they I are just not. I feel good. like the Browns are so bad.
0: It just feels weird in, a, in our lifetime to once again say the Browns are eight and three. It just feels weird. Not yeah. used to this.
1: Yeah, when you say the Browns and the Jaguars play, I'm. I'm expecting both of them to be one and nine, yeah. Not seven and three and one and nine. I'm expecting both of them to be that.
0: Right. People swimming at the game, you know, up in the stands at the Jackman right. Stadium, just yeah, taking all, a dip. All twelve people there. All twelve. The Saints beat a quarterbackless Broncos team, thirty-one to three.
1: What's I? That was just a weird time to be alive. Yes. I, at one point, I look and. It was the middle of the second quarter, and they had no completions. The Broncos had no (laughs) completions. And I'm like, what? Like, the people that have Jerry Judy on their fantasy team have to be really upset.
0: At the end of the first quarter, the two quarterbacks combined for negative nine yards.
1: Was that the worst quarterback matchup in the history of the planet?
0: Had to be. Had to be the worst.
1: Taysom Hill, who is an H-back, and – you get somebody off the street that, that played XFL or you know CFL ball two weeks ago, and he's like, hey, why don't you come run this organization, pal?
0: Right. <laughs> just crazy. I mean, I, just 2020 is crazy. Uh, really next is. up, are some really good games back-to-back. We had the 49ers in the rounds. 49ers get the win, 23-20. to And then you turn around, and the Chiefs win 27-24, although – I'm pretty sure everybody saw that the Buccaneers score like a minute left. And really, yes, they would have had time to get the ball back, but that really was important to a lot of folks. That that line was three and a half.
1: It was, but there's a line later that we're going to get to in a moment that lives and will forever live in Scott Van Pelt's bad beats for the rest of time. Yeah. And I know we're going to get to it, but I just want to go and preface that because – but it's coming up real quick because I know a lot of people that that one really hurt.
0: Yeah, uh, it, a lot of folks. Uh, next, up, uh, we had the Packers and the Bears. The Packers get a big win there, 41-25. Annihilated, annihilated them. Absolutely, it, it was really. A it wasn't that close. Yeah, it, it, wasn't, it really close. wasn't
1: They got they got two late touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and I mean, really, it was a forty-one ten game the whole time. I mean, that's right. It it was it was pure domination. I mean. Mitchell Trubisky, he, I, I'll I'll admit Trubisky is he 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 should be a lifelong backup. He he should never start for your team, but yeah, but he he's got a career as a backup for sure.
0: He was one. He's one of those guys that got he's a Mark Sanchez that got drafted way too high, and you know everybody scratched their head like what like what happened here, and yeah, should I mean, be a
1: backup. Yeah, I mean his. He had a decent year at North Carolina, but like as as a Bears fan, you do not want to go back and look at the draft. Like that, that those are just some things that you don't do as a fan. Like you don't go back, and like if you're the Trailblazers in the Michael Jordan draft, like you don't go, you don't go back and look at that draft. You'd be like, wait, we could have got Michael Jeffrey Jordan. That (laughs) we could have drafted him, like. If you're a Bears fan, wait, we could have drafted Patty Mahomes. But that's yeah. who we could have got. But we got Mitchell Trubisky, a one-hit wonder from North Carolina. That's yeah, what how many did. baseball
0: teams does, does Trubisky own? I don't think uh, any. Zero. How many does Mahomes own? A whole baseball right. team in Kansas a City. A whole baseball team. The Royals. <laughs> the he Royals. literally owns them. Yeah. He owns the uh, the Royal family out there. So Yeah, he
1: is the Royal family.
0: So – Cody mentioned it Monday night. We saw something that is just remarkable to say the least. Not only was it <laughs> so a <crazy>. hail mary, what <laughs> so not crazy. only was it a hail mary, but was also a you know a converted two point play to cover, and that line. So okay, there was a lot of TikTok people. There was a lot of short folks, quote unquote. That jumped in on that line earlier when the Seahawks were minus five and a half back on, like, Saturday. But as Sunday come through and went away, Sunday night come through and went away, Monday <laughs> rolls around, and that line gets all the way to seven. And then it comes back down to six and a half.
1: Oh, here we go.
0: <laughs> and then the game was played.
1: Lord, can you just explain the the absolute insanity that had to happen for the Seahawks to to not cover
0: this game. Well, the game score was twenty three to nine. The drive prior to this, which was with about two minutes left in the game, ended with an interception in the end zone. Okay, a th- quick three and out, a punt back to the Philadelphia Eagles. And then we're looking at, okay, even if they get down, like time's going to run out, right? I mean, time's going to run out. They're either going to score on the last second of the game uh, on on a Hail Mary, which would have been fine for a lot of folks, but still a score there. But either way, they were not going to cover. A lot of folks were going to be very happy and finish this game. Okay.
1: Because the Seahawks are the power in this instance, absolutely, I mean, they're the power. You know, they're seven and three. Eagles, they have the worst quarterback maybe ever of all time. That's Carson right. Wentz is trash, garbage. So, uh. a
0: <laughs> couple plays go by, and nothing. You know, really, there's nothing going on here, right? Nothing. Every,
1: everybody's just drinking their beer and eating their popcorn. We're
0: finishing out the game, we'll move on. Here comes the Hail Mary play, and it gets tipped in the end zone, and the guy. I don't really know what you would call this. I know it was their, it was their tight end, right? They called the touchdown. Mm-hmm. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it,
1: uh, it was Dallas.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure they've got to – they have to call out a certain person for this because you see it on every Hail Mary. It's whoever stops at almost at the goal line and it almost it, – that's the only reason they're there is if there is a tip. You know, they're not really going up for the get the ball. They're not doing anything. They're just standing flat-footed waiting on the ball to get tipped. And that's what happened. So he catches the Hail Mary, which everybody's still looking at the, the score, and it's twenty three to fifteen. And you're still covering, you're still fine if you've got the Seahawks. You're still okay. And then all of a sudden they're going for two. Now, normally if you go for two, that that's a pretty good sign that we're gonna kick a you know, try to get the almost like kick and make things happen. There's like eight seconds left. I mean, you you'd have to hit two Hail Marys, but it could happen. Did that happen, Cody? No. Mm-mm. They just lined up for two to go for it just to make themselves feel better, I guess, because of course, without an issue, they convert the two point play and make it a six point game.
1: That's why people think that
0: that Vegas knows everything. And they really, <laughs> really do. I mean, I mean it, it is oh, just...
1: just to be fair, it wasn't Dallas Goddard. He caught the first touchdown pass. It was it was uh it was Richard Rodgers. He, he called the last one.
0: Oh, double R.
1: Oh, got it Oh,
0: R squared there. R squared. <laughs> I, I just – it makes you scratch hey, that's your head one like, of the, what? That's one of the craziest of all time. It has to be. And that concludes a recap portion of the NFL. Let's go over this next week. Let's go over week 13. Okay. So, I've is got two there whole any games? games? Yeah, that's great. Let's talk games. about
1: two whole games <laughs> of the
0: entire –
1: Yep, league. it's trash. Uh, I've got the Browns <laughs> and Titans, and this was pushing it, but I did go Rams and
0: Cardinals. That is pushing it, absolutely pushing it, but, <laughs> but it could be good. That,
1: those are the two games that I – I mean, I sat there for a few minutes just staring at the
0: schedule, and I was like, oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> like, I might get a lot of work
0: done Sunday because I don't think I'm watching these games. <laughs> and also, I mean, everybody out there, you you guys know that we are – um, we're doing some more of this NFL action. We've got two games on Monday the seventh. We've got a game on Tuesday the eighth, which includes your Dallas Cowboys.
1: They're not. They're not mine right now. Okay, I'm taking a break. <laughs> Man, we're on. Uh, we broke up about nine weeks ago, so we're on a little break right now, and I'm not getting what them anything break? for. I'm not getting them anything for Christmas or nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend back. When I first came to college, a good friend of mine who uh, he did that every year. He would get a girlfriend, and about three weeks before Christmas, he'd go ahead and call it off, just so he didn't have to go Christmas shopping. I mean that that was a real thing. Who? But I'm not calling them out. They're okay. Not. Do they I know, know who them? they are? Yeah, they know who they are. Oh, I is it? Was it me? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was
1: like, Did I do that before? Yeah, married.
0: <laughs> You were right there on the cusp, but not quite. This was like <laughs> clockwork. This was going to happen. Oh,
1: oh my god! But
0: like we knew if you asked him the first week of December, do you uh, do you have plans? Oh, yes. What I about next week? No. <laughs> I know. I know who it is. So, yeah. Well, so we'll, we'll, talk we'll, we'll talk after. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So there was. You know the two games that are even remotely interesting. Well, what about those? I mean, the Rams and the. Uh, well, I just like the, the Rams in my head. Cardinals. I
1: like. Yeah, I like the Rams defense against yeah. Kyler Murray. I mean, that's always a good matchup with, with that defensive line the Rams have, and I want to see Murray do something. For the last week or two, it's been kind of lackluster performances, and I think he's going to break out this time, or this mm-hmm. week, and I, I don't know. I don't know what I think about Jared Goff. Like I feel like he's pretty pedestrian, like middle of the pack, maybe even a little below middle of the pack. But Mm. I I think Kyler Murray really needs to get this game just to get more momentum, you know, for the rest of the season. Cause I do think if the Cardinals somehow make the playoffs, they are going to be one of those teams that you, you don't want to play because they have a lot of weapons and they, they have a lot of playmakers on that defense. They really do. Um, so, I think they could be more dangerous than the Rams simply because of their offense. So I think the Rams have, obviously, much better talent on the defensive side of the ball. But mm-hmm. I just think, I mean, if it's third and eight, would you rather have Jared Goff or Kyler Murray who can, like, prance around like a little leprechaun and get 25 yards?
0: Yeah, I want a – what is it, RPO? I want a, uh, a guy back. who can actually run it.
1: Yeah, and Jared Goff, like, he, he, there's – Hey, did you watch um, Hard Knocks with Jared Goff?
0: I did not. know. I didn't see that season. Did you, did
1: you ever hear some of the crazy things he said? No. Like, he was like, he would be on there and he would be like, wait, so the sun, like, really doesn't, like, set and stuff? Like, it's just, oh my like, that's, like, where we turn and, and all the rotations. <laughs> like, he just doesn't seem like the brightest person in the world.
0: It it seems like a real tough thing to be a tall, blonde, athletic quarterback that's from the state of California million dollars. And still plays yeah. in California. Yeah, things yeah, are tough like for he,
1: him. Like seriously, he's a, he has a rough life. <laughs> but he's just not he's he's not my favorite person. And I know Which, L, LT from the round table, Like he he's a huge Rams fan, and he's like, I don't like the guy. So if somebody like that doesn't like him like I love I love Dak Prescott like I think he's a great guy. I think he's you know he's obviously better than whatever the heck we're putting out there this year. But you know sometimes I get frustrated with with everything but like I like Dak. I don't like Dak is really smart, really intelligent. And then you got somebody like Jared Goff who he he doesn't know how the world works. Like he's a yeah. he's a flat earther. He's like Kyrie Irving.
0: Oh, those are the best people. Oh, they're so good. So good. So, all right, so let's move away from NFL. Let's head to some college football because this past weekend was rivalry weekend. And even though not all the big rivalries play, Ohio State, Michigan didn't play that. That whipping's coming later. Maybe hopefully. We'll hopefully. see. We got we got
1: some thoughts on that one.
0: We do. and uh, But we did have some really good games this weekend. And we oh, it, it was great. It was great. So let's go to the ACC and let's. Start off with, on Friday, we had a good game. Notre Dame really had a a good showing. 31-17, holding North Carolina to 17 points is pretty stout. Uh, Those those guys can actually score, you know, pretty easily on a lot of teams. So, the defense for Notre Dame showed up. Ian Book had a really good game. Uh, Clack actually texted me and said, Ian Book doesn't look a bad pick at this point.
1: He might worth. If they beat Clemson in the ACC championship, my friend, and he has four or five touchdowns, that man will be in New York. Which
0: I don't see happening, just to be honest with you. It's tough enough to beat a team by two touchdowns. Now Clemson's pissed off,
1: and oh, they get a shot at a redemption. Yeah, they're they're on the revenge tour like like we haven't yeah. seen in a while. They're, right. If they can beat you by 60, they're going to beat you by 70.
0: Exactly, and that, that's what I mean. So the, I, I'm afraid I don't Notre think it's Dame happening. I don't think it's happening because of the way everybody had to get reshuffled and scheduling. Notre Dame is in the uh, the, the championship game for the mm-hmm. ACC, so we'll see them. You know, and I don't, I don't see know that if matchup. Clemson.
1: I don't know if Clemson's really gonna. Like, I don't know what they're gonna do with Clemson. Do yeah. you like? Are they gonna be playing any more games? Or is Clemson I don't done? Know,
0: they may be finished. This this is just crazy, and we'll talk about here in just second Ohio State and their ordeal. And this is just crazy. Can,
1: can I go ahead and say this was my favorite weekend of college football so far?
0: Which it should be. This is the big rivalry weekend. This is when we're supposed to be excited about you know college football. And it, I mean, of course, we're you and I are going to be excited about college football every single week. Right. That's going to happen. But this weekend is the one. If you, in my opinion, you point out there's two weekends in the entire year, and this may be an unpopular opinion. I don't know, to me that stick out ahead of the national championship game, or even ahead of uh, New Year's Day when you got all the, the playoff games and the other big bowl games, the traditional mm-hmm. New Year's Day games, and Rose that bowl, is all that stuff. Right. There's two week. There's two days or two weekends that are huge, and that is obviously rivalry weekend and Labor Day weekend when everything gets started. Yeah. Now, and that one's big, not because necessarily just tons of good matchups, but it's because you've been waiting so long, you know, the anticipation of the season. That that's why that one is so important to me.
1: And this year was even more important. I mean, you know oh, that yeah. I I won't ever forget like being ready for that BYU Navy game like it was a national championship game.
0: Yes, yeah, because we had been just we didn't know, think it was begging for football. We didn't know if it was going to be there. And so, yes, rivalry weekend is is just so much fun, and the fact that anybody can be anybody makes it even better.
1: Yeah, and that goes to prove in the the Civil War. I mean, look oh, at yeah. what happened with Oregon State and Oregon. That right. was just an incredible game. I mean, you know, the fog. It was just. It's what you expect Pac-12 after dark to be, just insa- right. just pure
0: insanity. So before we get to the the pack twelve, let's talk about the big 12s real quick. Sorry, they had a sorry, really sorry. big game. No, it's fun. Had a really big game on Friday. Y'all. And let's just talk about how Tom Herman is gone terrible, to say the least. Dude, he I mean, gave, Tom Herman gave away that game.
1: Well, he also gave away his salary too because he's done. He's done
0: though. Let me ask and, you this: and you know who's coming? Oh yeah, they've already been talking about it. It's it's mm-hmm. going to happen. And I think his heart is feeling okay right now, so he'll he'll be able to take over this next job. Right. So let me ask your opinion on this. If you're the head coach and you're up, you're playing at home, of course, So, and and that ain't huge this year, but you're still at home. It's still there. Uh, You're up by four with two and a half minutes left, and your team has been driving. I'll give you that. Yes, you've got a senior quarterback who is scrappy as he can be, mm-hmm. and really plays to the the highest level that he can possibly. play. Every game. Play. I mean, that
1: kid is a war. every game. Like a lot of people make fun of Texas saying he's back, but it he it's not his fault
0: they're not good. Yeah, he's truly the leader on that team. You just you know it. He's all they have. But he's playing good. But it's fourth and two, and you're on the opponent's eleven. And you've got one of the best kickers in college football. Yeah, one of the best kickers in college football, and you're up by four. What do you do? The
1: only thing you do is you use Dicker the kicker and make three points.
0: Yes. Which, by the way, the two names of the kickers in that game. Ass Alley and Dicker? I mean, not going to get it Did you name. see what I posted? I, I did. Did you see what I put on Twitter? I, I, yeah. I did. I mean. You can call it what you want. It's Bourbon
1: Street. It, it's, but I, I mean, it's seriously one of the best <laughs> name matchups in the history of the planet Earth.
0: And then, did you see the retweet by the linebacker from Navy? What did it say? Well, he said you guys need to get off of them for their names. That's not that bad. Would you like to know his yes. name? Diego Faggot. Roll I'm just being – that's what his name is. That's what his name is. not a position. He was basically
1: saying, like, well, check out my name.
0: Yes. Yeah. so. So, anyway, so, anyway, Texas' Tom Herman decides to go for it, and they don't get the first down. Now, up to this drive, Iowa State has scored two touchdowns unanswered. They're within four. Texas don't get the first down. Iowa State goes down, scores a touchdown, goes up 23-20, to 20, which would have been tying the game, but instead take the lead. Mm. Now, the last drive of the game is Texas. Texas gets the ball, makes the first down, and then proceeds to throw four passes in a row that are incomplete of 20 or more yards. Is that
1: smart, Clay Dog?
0: Tom Herman is the play caller on this team. I mean, he's, he gave away this he's game. He's gone. Like – He's dead, he de-
1: married, gone. Bring in Urban Meyer, kiss
0: the rings,
1: and get him in Austin, baby. Get Let's, get, and once let's again, get weird, Austin.
0: And once again, I know what LSU's done this year. Don't get me wrong. So much. But how smart does the AD at LSU look right now, wearing his national championship ring while Tom Herman gets fired in Texas? I mean, pretty, pretty smart. I'm not going to lie. He looks like a genius for making that move because like I said, we all know what LSU's done this year. I get it. But they were a wonderful football team last yeah, you year and won a national any, championship.
1: You ask any Texas fan, would you take going 15 and 0, but the next year you go four and six? Yes. Every yes. Texas fan would Absolutely. take the national championship ring and then being terrible this year. Every single one of them. As That's they right. should. Like as they
0: should. Now let's move on to the Big Ten. So, the Big Ten a lot, a lot
1: going on there, pal. A
0: lot going on. Nebraska-Iowa was a great game. That's a great rivalry game. Once again, Friday was solid. Friday had a lot of really good games. I'm very upset games. about Thursday and no Egg Bowl, though. Thursday should have had an Egg Bowl, and I and I understand what they did because originally no – scheduling and everything. Playing conference games, it would have been tough on both teams. Mm-hmm. But it would have been nice to have It'd a Thursday nice, that game. Especially once the Ravens and Steelers game got canceled. That's right. Exactly. But Iowa gets to win, 26-20 over Nebraska. Michigan State. Wow. What happened? Michigan <laughs> State. Uh, How do they do this? Get a 29-20 victory over Northwestern, who was, it was somebody we were paying attention to for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, they were – we're excited I mean, about Northwestern was – they win this one, and Ohio State maybe doesn't get to play. I mean, they're in the college football playoff.
0: Well, you take – and this is so weird, and we'll get to it in just a little bit on the look ahead, but Northwestern and Indiana have a shot at playing in this conference championship game. And this year, don't forget the way they're doing this, which I love, by the way. I wish this was the way it was for every conference every year, but it's not. They're taking, on championship Saturday, one versus one, of course, to win the conference. But then under that, two versus two, three versus three, all the way down. And what that's going to do is if Northwestern and Indiana go to the championship, Ohio State and Wisconsin play for that second place. Now, which, t- which game is going to get more viewers? Oh, anytime the Buckeyes are in a,
1: in a game, it, it's going to bring
0: eyeballs. Exactly. Is that not the weirdest thing, how that's going to work out?
1: It is. And think about this, like, just go back to 2017. If you take the two second-place teams, like, you would have Alabama and Florida playing. instead, And, like, they would be second and second in that Georgia-Auburn game. I don't know if Alabama-Florida wouldn't have had just as many viewers as that game.
0: And I'll put it this way. By doing that, where you – the way they're doing it with the two versus two, three versus three, like you're talking about – Think about the matchups all the way through the conference. Even at the bottom, you've got equally matched. Yeah, teams. You'd, this year you'd have Vandy and LSU or Mississippi State. Yeah, right. It'd be Mississippi State and Vanderbilt. But i watch it. it. You know, you would have right. That's what I'm saying. Like you would have equally matched ball games. The reason we don't watch Vanderbilt ever is because they're matched up against teams forty points like Alabama, like Florida, Georgia. Right. But if they're playing the other if they're playing the team on the other side, that's just as bad as they are, it becomes a decent game. Can I
1: I throw something out here since we just brought up Vanderbilt for some reason on a football podcast? Please.
0: Yeah, I got I'll tell you this after you say what you say.
1: Derek Mason, kind of, you know, he he definitely got all ample time. Ample time at Vanderbilt. Oh, absolutely. Seven seasons. But do you want to know the only team – that he had a winning record against.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know this answer, but I'm gonna let you say it. The
1: University of Tennessee.
0: <laughs> how <laughs> the flagship how school? Crazy in the state.
1: is that Clay? They're, they went like 35 years without ever beating them. Yeah, I mean, how far it is is absolutely there, nuts. Other than maybe Nebraska, is there a bigger "quote unquote" power that's fallen further than Tennessee?
0: I mean, it is – It's, it's wild. I mean, you look at – you look at what – and it wasn't just Derry Mason. Before him, was James Franklin. And you look at what he did against Tennessee. This has been going on for a while.
1: Yeah, this is just weird. Like, you know, as a Tennessee fan, you always had two games that you were going to win every year, Kentucky and Vanderbilt. Regardless, like, they would, have, they would have streaks against Kentucky of 25 years, 35 years against Vandy. But now – like Kentucky absolutely beat Tennessee's brains in this year, and That's and right. I it would not shock me if Vanderbilt beat them this year either. It wouldn't shock me.
0: That's right. It's just a weird year. So in the Big Ten, we had some other action that went on. Really, the, the other three games were interesting in how they turned out. Indiana gets a win, twenty-seven to eleven against Maryland. But more importantly, uh, in that game, they lose their star quarterback, Michael Penix, for the season. Yeah, and just horrible. I hate it for them because I was pulling for you know that team so much, but I'm afraid that's going to be a, a you know a breaking point for them. And I just I hope they can keep it together at least to be competitive. Can, can I ask was, a question? The rest of the team's good.
1: Yeah. Who do you think should be the Big Ten Coach of the Year? Because I'm not so sure it's not Greg Schiano.
0: Has to be getting another win, 37 to 30 over Purdue. That has to be. And Rondell Moore played for Purdue, did he not?
1: I think he did. Yes,
0: he was on the field. I know he started. I don't know how much he played, but he was on that field. He had two in Rutgers. He had two
1: carries for five yards, Um and yep. then he had seven catches for seventy-six yards. So yeah, he was in the game the whole time. I mean, he was in the game. And then David Bell, like he was playing too. And that they, they're probably the best one-two punch in college football right now. And I know. Uh, and I do know Devontae Smith and Mechie are alive. Yes, I know that. But obviously, if if uh, Waddle was playing, then that, that's no question. But I think Bell and Rondell Moore are the, the two best receiving uh, duo in, in college football. And, Rutger, I mean, Rutgers' program was so bad for the past decade. And then all of a sudden, like, I, I guess it's kind of like the Sam Pittman thing. Like, Sam Pittman and Greg Schiano, even though, like, they're not having winning records, they've – Rutgers has won two more games than we thought they would, and Arkansas has won for more sure. games. And Arkansas should have one or two more wins if it wasn't for terrible SEC refs.
0: Yeah, let's don't forget the fact that Rutgers has got two wins this year in an all-conference schedule. Correct. Like, that's – we wouldn't expect that in a year, a normal year where they had uh, FCS – uh, yeah, from because the old, they would you know, play
1: James. NCAA yeah, Florida. they would play James Madison and get ran by thirty,
0: right? And they've got two games, you know, two wins, and really, I mean, obviously, last week when they played Michigan, they were close to having three. And, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I think he's, you know, of course, everybody's going to say Indiana and Tom Allen, which he's done. very Yeah, but they well. also he's won eight games last year.
1: They had they had That's a four right. coming back. Rutgers was, I mean, Rutgers was supposed to go zero and seven, a hundred percent this year.
0: Oh yeah, and then finally the last game in the Big Ten, Penn State, Michigan, the the game that nobody wanted to watch. Nobody. A combined three and nine, Am I right? yeah, combined three and nine between. I was two
1: told games. there would be no math.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're <were> wrong. That it. <laughs> It was just a terrible football game. Michigan is so bad, so bad. I mean, th-
1: think about all the big jobs that could come open. Is there been a, like, has there been a bigger year for big name jobs coming open? Texas, no. uh, Michigan potentially, Penn State. Sure. I mean, what well, are you going to, you know, keep around James Franklin for that big win against Michigan? Like is that what we've done? Yeah,
0: to? Is? There's no way. There's no way. I don't and know. I, I'm not
1: a hundred percent sold that a man in this state's going to have a job after this year either.
0: It, it's going to be shocking either way. Honestly, it, if it goes south and he takes, you know, but what happens if they're only a touchdown underdog this week? What happened if Auburn? We Jesus all know shows Vegas. Up? That's right. We all know how Vegas is. They know something that we all don't. And what happens when they get a win this week? And it's an upset, but it's still over A and M who's second in the West. What happens? What? Does he keep his job or not?
1: I mean are it's they so are they weird. gonna fall into this trap again of he beat a top five team at home. Let's let's keep him. Let's give him a two year extension. Like what What are they going to do, Clay Dodd? I think that's the most interesting coaching, like hot seat potential, like happening in the rest of college football. It's not Michigan. It's nothing like that. I want to see what Auburn does with Gus Malzahn.
0: Yeah, I do too. I think I'm I'm right there with you on that. I want to see what happens with it, unless, of course, we'll be watching, but. I think we're going to get the an answer within a week. I honestly do. Yeah, I think if they and, get uh, ran, if he wins, yeah. he's, he's staying. Mm-hmm. This is just weird. So about. let's let's move to the Pac twelve. Pac twelve, like you said, once again a Friday game. Two games on Friday to, in this conference. Stanford wins twenty four twenty three early in the game, early in the day. But that night, with a game that you was watching, the uh, traffic cones versus the uh, safety vest. <laughs> Oregon Oregon State had a great game, players putting everything they had on the line, including one of the worst injuries that could have happened in the middle of a pile. Mm. But Oregon State gets a win right here in the Civil War, 41-38.
1: Yeah, it's just a, a great effort from from Oregon State because I'll, I'll be honest, I don't think Oregon has looked very good this year. They have scraped mm-hmm. by in all three wins that they have. that they've they've got this year. I don't think that they were impressive. But, like, regardless, Oregon was a a ranked team coming into Corvallis, and, and they got the dub, and that's all you can ask for. And Corvallis historically has been a tough place to play. I know there weren't any fans, but like we said before, it's just not having. Can you imagine? It's not having to travel. It's being in your home. It's sleeping in your same bed. It's all those things that factor in, that could have cost Oregon those three extra right. points.
0: Can you imagine how scary it would have been to be on that field, and not be able to see the stands because the fog was so dense? And every time Oregon State scores, they play the chainsaw. I mean, that's terrifying. That's a horror movie. Oh yeah,
1: it's, yeah. but I like it though. I love
0: it. I love it. I yeah, want some more of it. They've got a chainsaw on the side of it and keep it on the side <laughs> We really need a soundboard. We really do. Why did. would we spend that money when we've got your- – <laughs> so- <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. So, it was just fun. On Saturday, I don't know if you got to see a lot of other really good fall been play, but Utah goes up 21-3, and then in the second half, 21 unanswered to get the win, 24-21, including the game-winning drive, which was like 93 yards. Mm-hmm. Washington, 24-21 gets a win. Over
1: Washington the- has been in the news lately, Clay Dodd. If you haven't seen that, the- if you haven't seen that with o b y u BYU saying they'll play anytime, anywhere.
0: Oh, man. Anytime, anywhere, any place, And then immediately Washington's like, oh, we'll do it.
1: And- no, we're JK, good. JK, LOL. <laughs> Wait. We- we were just kidding.
0: That was that was a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so let's move to the SEC. Oh, thank so God, the SEC. We had several games going. The Egg Bowl. We'll talk about it first, and then we'll bounce to the game. That, of course, we're most interested in. But Ole Miss keeps a hold and wins thirty one to twenty four over Mississippi State. Man,
1: I thought Ole Miss was going to blow it there at the end. Man, <laughs> they had yeah. they had what I like to call the the first hail mary because it got down to, like, the 45. I mean, it was, like, fourth mm-hmm. and 27 or something crazy. Threw it up. That's true. Right. Like, four people. He comes down with it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is Egg Bowl 2020. And I actually thought Mississippi State offense played – now, I know they're going against Ole Miss defense, but it does. It hasn't mattered with the Mississippi State offense. Like, they, they couldn't score on air the first six weeks. So I, I right. thought, honestly, going into the game, that Ole Miss would win by three or four touchdowns, and it just didn't happen. I mean, Mississippi.
0: But you mean that Vegas once again hits a line at minus nine and a half that everybody took Ole Miss. Oh yeah, but that that's like that. That's the only way you could play it. That's right. That's right. So then we move to a little bit to the east, where a game happened in Tuscaloosa. Where uh, we were most, you know, happy and watching, of course, forty-two thirteen, Alabama gets the win. And I don't know if you guys, any of you guys, listened last week and heard that score prediction, but I think that I may have hit it
1: pretty well. I much. think you did, Clay Dodd. Can you go ahead and uh, repeat your score?
0: Well, thankfully, the author Gary Lloyd put out a uh, he put out a little contest on Facebook where. All you had to do was predict the score, and I gave the exact same score that I mentioned in our podcast without last knowing week, the and spread. That was, without knowing the spread, I I was really happy about that. I picked thirty eight to thirteen, Alabama,
1: and it was forty two to thirteen, Alabama. So, congratulations, Clay Dodd! You won Sunny Days by Thank you. our good friend Gary Lloyd, That's right. a friend, a friend, and brother of Master's guest David Lloyd.
0: That's right, and let's just say that you know that last score we had, if we would have kicked a field goal instead of scoring a touchdown, I would have hit that nail on the head,
1: yeah, and you know your your boy was probably second in line for the book I had 47 sixteen, but all credit goes yeah, you had to be close. All, all credit goes to Clay Dodd and that uh, beautiful brain of his
0: and a beautiful spreadsheet that I had <laughs> spit out those numbers and said. <laughs> Take this. And so I did. Did you Did you hear my, exactly. you hear my spitting out noise? I did. <laughs> I love it. Exactly. That's the way every time I handicap a game, I'm be like, Cody, I need the noise again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So that's college football for the week. That's rivalry weekend 2020. Let's jump into what's going on this week in college football.
1: What is going on so this week? So
0: in the eight... <laughs> In the ACC, we've got some uh, real big matchups. We've got Miami and Duke. We've got Syracuse and Notre Dame, and we've got Western Carolina and UNC. Oh. I'm so excited about what's going on in the Can't ACC. Can't
1: wait to not watch
0: those games. <laughs> <laughs> you move over to the Big Twelve. It doesn't get any Gosh better. Almighty. We've got Oklahoma State. That's and TCU. not terrible now. Kansas-Texas okay, Tech. that's pathetic. Texas-Kansas State. Oof. West virginia Tricky Iowa State. Tricky
1: game for the Cyclones.
0: And Baylor-Oklahoma. Okay, Oklahoma. that's a 48-point winner. <laughs> Let's move to the Big Ten. Let's get away from these oh, terrible, terrible geez. games. We actually do have a little bit better game going on here this week. Let's see. Ohio State, Michigan State. Can Michigan State pull two upsets in a row? Mm-hmm. No, no chance. They might cover though.
1: They might get a cover.
0: This game would have been so good and so much fun to watch if Mr. Penix did not get hurt. Indiana at Wisconsin.
1: It, it would have. Uh, you just, you just so much fun. You just really hate to see it because Penix was having a. I mean, he was not having a Heisman year, but. He was definitely have a having a first-team Big Ten player – or 1st ten performance. Shoot. Big Ten first-team performance. Please, God, yeah, cut that out.
0: I, I think he was no, – no chance. That is definitely uh, right. Um <laughs> I think that, that you're right. He was – he had a chance right, to be – I'm right after all that. I'm right. You're right. You're dead on. And – it just—I hate to see the fact that he's not going to play. He's not going—we're going to—we're not going to see that game in its entirety yet, as far as what it could have been, the potential that was there. But overall, it's number twelve versus number sixteen. You're going to get a lot of views on it it's on ABC at two thirty. There's going to be a lot of people watch it. But overall, Penn State Rutgers—that's the game everybody's looking forward to, right? Yep. <laughs> Let's move on to the Pac-12, see if there's anything better here. So in the Pac-12, we do not have anything better. (laughs) Gosh, this is so bad. (laughs) So let's talk talk about the SEC. So real quick before we move to the SEC, I will mention this. On Sunday, USC plays Washington State. So if you guys don't don't really want to watch – Pro football at 6.30 on Sunday. You can watch Washington State and USC, which I have not actually seen Washington State on TV yet. Kind of interested to see with that new coaching staff what they're doing. So I'll probably end up watching that game. So let's move to the SEC, and there is some good matchups. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M at Auburn we mentioned earlier. Seven-point game. We'll see what, you know, if Auburn can pull the upset at home at 11 a.m. You know how those 11 a.m. kickoffs are. And um, – well, I, I really think they got a shot.
1: yeah, I mean anytime you have Auburn Jesus on your side you you can you can pull out a victory.
0: Next up you got Arkansas and Missouri. This is a game that's very evenly matched. Mm-hmm. I think it should be a good game to watch.
1: Now Rakeem Boyd did opt out for the NFL so uh he he was banged up and only had like 315 yards this year but but still that's that's depth that you don't have going into a rivalry game.
0: That's right. Florida, Tennessee. Usually this game is played early in the season this se- this year at 2.30. It will be playing in Knoxville.
1: Wolf. Yeah.
0: Vanderbilt, UGA at 3 Woof. o'clock. South Carolina, Kentucky could be a good, really good game at 6.30. I'm not sure but there's if a little... you're kidding or not. <laughs> uh, it could be really bad. But honestly, as far as the matchup, not terrible. And then, finally, the game that we're all going to be watching at 7 o'clock.
1: Revenge, the, revenge is. the revenge tour continues for the Alabama Crimson Tide.
0: Of course, we had to move this game from a couple weeks back. Yeah. I was really, really worried that we would not get this game. This yeah, there,
1: there's a certain group of, of people from Louisiana that, that need a, a you-know-what whooping. And I have a feeling with a spread of 29 and a half that Vegas knows that it's going to be ugly, my friend.
0: That's right. And before we move off of college football and jump into a little bit of college basketball, I want to get your opinion on this because this was brought up by Mr. Herbstreet today and he's been taking some backlash and I'm not sure how I feel about either side. Um, Michigan
1: I'm Team Michigan. I'm Team Michigan.
0: Michigan could potentially really mm-hmm. hurt Ohio yes State. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. By not mm-hmm.
1: playing. That's the game. what I'm for. I'm all for that Jim Harbaugh drama, baby. I want that to happen. That's going to be a great 30 for 30 in five years. I mean, it's just what more can you do? as a rival, rival. Than to just be like, oh, you know, we're, I mean, and what are you going to say if you're Ohio state, you don't care about our players, The we've got 12 people, we These, got 12 yeah. people with COVID. Oh, so we'll play and get everybody sick. That's fine. Let's do that. Ohio state. Sure. Let's do that. So, and deep down, the only reason you're doing it is a, you don't want to get beat by 45 points and B. That's right. You just, you just have to sit back and, Watch Indiana go to the Big Ten Championship and laugh at Ohio State. I think it would be one of the funniest, one of the pettiest, one of the coolest rivalry things I've ever seen in my life. If they're just like, ah, we're shutting them down. <laughs> I'm for that. Can, I'm for it all of happen. that. I don't care about Ohio State. I want the drama. I want the fights. I want the Ryan Day and the Jim Harbaugh fights. I want all of it. I want every single Who wins bit of it.
0: Oh, Harbaugh wins that fight. Who wins between – yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that Ryan Day wants any part of Harbaugh. Yeah, Harbaugh might be a weirdo. I really but don't. I mean, he's he, he's a stout fella now. Ryan Day seems like one of those guys that's in a fight that has to bring 10 people with right. him. He, he don't want to show up and fight himself. He wants to bring everybody he can get on the phone.
1: Yeah, and I think it would – I still think if they do this, it could go down as the one of the craziest moments in college football history.
0: So just in case you guys don't know what we're talking about or haven't seen this news mm-hmm. yet, if Michigan opts out of this game, that will not allow Ohio State to play in the Big Ten Championship game because they won't have enough games to play. Now, that is, of that is course, if they get to play the game this weekend against Michigan State. If they don't get to play against matter. Michigan State – it doesn't matter, but if they get to play this weekend, next weekend they play Michigan, and if Michigan opts out, that that completely that ends. So funny, Ohio State. I'm actually rooting for that. I hope it gets played this week.
1: I hope Ohio State wins by forty, and then I just hope, like Sunday morning, we find out Michigan has 15 players with COVID, and they're like, we're shutting down the season.
0: And does that keep Mish or does that keep Ohio State from going Absolutely, to the college Absolutely, sir. Because you, they keep putting Ohio State well, in they, the playoffs. They, they won't keep, you watch Fields will be part of the no, Heisman no, finalist, no. and he's not that good. It's happening. They're doing. They're pushing that agenda. No, that agenda will not happen when.
1: Now this this is the fly in the ointment. If Auburn does somehow beat Texas A and Notre Dame beats Clemson. You're looking at Alabama, Notre Dame, Texas AM, and and what if Florida beats Alabama? Would you have three SEC teams and Notre Dame?
0: It would have to – it would take – you're, you're right. It would have to take Florida beating Alabama because if, if Alabama beats Florida, yeah. Florida's out. They've lost to Alabama and the A&M mm-hmm. at that point. They're gone.
1: If I obviously you, don't
0: want that to happen. If Clemson – yeah, I'll tell you who wants this to happen is Cincinnati. That's their only shot at getting in the playoffs. Yeah.
1: Now, Cincinnati, um, you know, they have Luke Fickle. So, you never know. You just never know. If them in Michigan have something cooped up and they're like, hey, Luke Fickle, we're going to fire Harbaugh, and if we do this for you, you've got to be our coach.
0: <laughs> yeah. Make make it, let's deal. make a date. That's right. So that makes a lot of things for everybody to think about. There's a lot that can go on right there. Let's jump in, Cody. Give us like a real quick three, four-minute breakdown of everything that happened in college basketball, where we're sitting at this week, what we're looking at, you know, give us a rundown
1: on college basketball. Rundown on college basketball, Gonzaga, really good, buy-in. They're my national championship pick. I picked it back in March uh, or April, whenever we first did. Like, I was with the goal 60. I, I think I picked the Gonzaga. Yeah. Texas right. just won the Maui slash Asheville Invitational. They beat Indiana. They beat North Carolina. So Texas is going to be a top ten team. Virginia Tech is the most surprising team in the country. They're three and zero. They beat Villanova. Um, and just locally, Alabama's three and one. Auburn's one and two. Next week, there's some big games. You've got. Let me see. Sorry. Let me get my sheet yes, in here. Um, oh yeah, Michigan State beat Duke. That was a huge game.
0: Yes. First time that uh, Michigan State's ever won at
1: Duke. Yep, and I might have to say that your boy, you you got your credit earlier about the old uh, Iron Bowl pick. There were two games That's that right. your your boy Cody said to watch out for if you were uh, these two teams. I said St. Louis would beat LSU, and that happened.
0: Yes, and I you said did. San
1: Diego State would beat UCLA, and that happened. And that so happened. Um,
0: you you guys need to be taking note. On what happens on the pb and yes. um,
1: And then just a quick look ahead. I know we've been going for about an hour here. A quick look a quick Good. look ahead. St. John's plays Texas Tech. Um, Wisconsin plays Marquette, which is a, a rivalry game. And if you remember, we talked about Notre Dame in that schedule. They're already yep. 0-1 and they're about to play Tennessee. So they're about to be 0-2. Um, the, the biggest mm-hmm. game there's two big games you've got villanova and texas which will be two top 15 teams texas should move up into the top 10 and then the yep. biggest game of the year so far will be gonzaga and baylor on sunday i believe saturday Sorry. or sunday i believe
0: so this weekend yes this weekend
1: up. that sounds great So that's a quick
0: i'm more excited courses. about college basketball than i've ever been
1: why is that clay Dodd?
0: I just am. I mean, this year, I'm just excited. I'm excited about what our Crimson Tide has an opportunity to do if they start playing together. They're three and one. It's not like they're playing terrible. They had had one
1: bad half half against Stanford. That second half was bad. But other than that, like tonight, when they score in the 80s, they're not going to lose. They're just not.
0: That's right. So. I'm just excited. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. I think that the product that's out there in college basketball right now is good. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what it was going to be like. With, the course, we didn't know what any of these leagues were going to be like as they started. And I'm excited about college basketball more than I have ever been. Yeah, me,
1: me too. I mean, I, I think the next five games for Alabama are going to be really, really big. You've got Furman, Clemson. Um, we'll, we'll get into that, but we got Furman, Clemson, Houston, which is a top ten team now. They're coming in the Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a huge game. Uh, so those next five games for Alabama really key. It would be great to come out of there seven and two, possibly win all five, that go eight and one, but seven and two is is kind of what I'm hoping for or shooting for as an Alabama fan. Roll
0: mm-hmm. top. So let's finish up with some little off the topic things. Tonight's egg is a oh, egg. Yeah. Everybody knows it. Cooked in hot grease in a skillet. You can do them several different ways over easy. You can get them done. Whatever you want. Fried eggs are good. They're good on burgers. They're good in the morning. They're just that, good.
1: So far, this has been my favorite egg.
0: How do you like yours?
1: I like them um, on a burger. I like those things.
0: See, I like it. I like mine to be a little done. I'm not big. Oh,
1: yeah. I like, I like it like yeah. that. I, I don't like it. I don't yeah. want it runny, but I, I like a good, solid fried egg, a lot of pepper.
0: Yep, I totally agree. So how about a clay fact before we jump in the rapid yes, fire? Sir. So in the country of Uganda, you've heard of it, everybody's heard of it. This fact kind of surprised me. I know the younger generation is always going to be a little bit higher than the older just because of you know how that works, <laughs> but 48% of the population of Uganda is under the age of 15.
1: That is staggering, I believe.
0: It, it, is. Can, it has can to you be do
1: staggering. like an in comparison of the US.
0: I don't have that number in front of me, but I'm going to say it's God. down around 30%. Okay. That's my homework. I'll look that up and I'll get that back to you next week. So, you how about some rapid okay. fire? I'm
1: ready to really rapid it.
0: If you could own a yacht, what
1: would you name it? If I can if I owned a yacht, what would I name it? Um I guess shoot, that's a good one, Clay. Um, I know. Yeah, you, you want me to tell yours. you what mine is?
0: Just simple three letters. Bye. bye. Bye, like I will see you later. I'm out of here.
1: Okay, I I get. I, I don't know. I'm at a loss. <laughs> I guess I would name it like, um, serenity. Serenity. Yeah, serenity. serenity now, is that a stupid name for a boat? Serenity now.
0: No, if it can't be stupider than what I just said, but I I. That that, might be the
1: the toughest question you've asked me in a long time.
0: (laughs) Next up. This is a preference thing. Which is better? Being organized or being attention to detail?
1: I'm going to have to say organized because if you're not organized, you won't be able to have attention to detail.
0: That's right. To me, if you're if you have attention to detail, that's great. You can tell me a million facts about whatever we're talking about. But if you're organized, guess what? you're getting the job done. Yeah.
1: You're starting. There's a if plan. Have... And you get the job
0: done. No, tonight's
1: not a good example. But if we don't have a play sheet coming in, what are we going to talk about? Usually things don't go very well. Tonight was different. We improvised a lot because we had some technical issues. It's been one of the craziest days
0: right. that I've had in – it's a good nut
1: for Cody Kirk 22. So, yes,
0: I could not get Google email to work. Yeah, I so, couldn't get my Gmail to work. I mean, that is, yeah, we could not get the what?
1: simplest of emails like the most famous email you could have, <laughs> Gmail, right now, not to send us our play sheet. <laughs> so, but that, but yes. normally we're the most That's... organized and pretty attention to detail <laughs> podcast you can think of. <laughs>
0: So third and final answer, and this is not to get you in trouble. This is not to get you, anybody say anything, but it's just my wife on, actually cabs. gave me this question and she didn't ask me, but she said, I think this would be a really good question and I love it. And that is you're familiar with the show. Sweet. Who wants to be a millionaire, mm-hmm. right? If you were on, who wants to be a millionaire about to answer the Any? final Question. This is the million dollar question. But you've got to get right? a friend. Who would you phone? That's right. Who would you phone? Mm. This is tough because you don't know what kind of question it is. Is it a obviously if it's a sports Geography question or if question. it's a you know calculus? Like mm. what you don't know. Who do you phone? And of course. If I'm right, I think you don't get to choose. I'll take this person for this category. Like, it's just you write down who your phone friend is. and that's If
1: I can look in my phone and think of somebody, I'm probably going to go with Roger Patrick Myers. Because he knows a lot about history. He knows, I feel like, everything about sports. I feel like he's a really intelligent person, and that's
0: who I'm gonna go with. I, I, I you. So the man who had Thanksgiving table. dinner on pool table. Bear Bryant's. Yeah, pool no, table. I, no,
1: like I wish <laughs> I could. Like if I knew it was sports, a hundred percent, I'd go with my dad. If I knew it right. was like math, like I would probably go with like my cousin Marianne. Clay, nice. I, I mean if I if it was about bridges, I'm coming to you. <laughs> like if there was a if I was like, who knows how to build a bridge? Let me call Clay. I don't know. <laughs> like you're good at math, right? <laughs> okay, I would ask you, Clay, yes. okay? I know if you can build a bridge you Just can probably ask. So <laughs> who, who no. would you who would you this, this is very key. who would you call?
0: That's a good question and I think I'm with you. I think I call my dad. I think my dad is giving me a ton of advice and he may not yeah. be right, but he's going to give me yeah. the best one that I could I ever get. I think
1: I want to change it to dad. I'm going to change it to my dad yeah. because he he knows a lot about stuff. I don't know. Like obviously like Mr. Roger Patrick is He's the king Gump. He's the king of gumping. I mean, he he lives in coach. I mean, it's just he. It's Coach Bryant's pool table. That's where they had Thanksgiving. What the heck? Like, what a freaking flex that is. <laughs> you know. But yeah. I mean, I got to go with that. I, I'm changing it. Uh, Roger Patrick's number two, and my yeah. my dad is one. That's that's a better answer.
0: I mean, it it may just be it may be a question about Galileo and my dad has no he, think, he's like, he that's don't even know who it is Hoover, right? but
1: exactly <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> dangerous over yeah. they got that
0: that's right and you know if you remember back the very first person to ever win yep. the million dollars you can find this so on YouTube cool. it's a great video called his dad not but to, to brag. ask him the question but just to inform him it was about that's a, a fleck right that, that is a That is a fleck man. Absolutely. So, Cody, the rest of the world. That's everything I've got for episode thirty-three. I really appreciate See, you joining as always. And there we go. See you, yeah. you guys. you enjoyed this episode just as much as we enjoyed making it for you if so make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast no matter where you get your podcast from make sure you send it to a friend because they really need to listen to it as well if you want to get in touch with us hit us up on twitter at pbjpod you can also send us an email pbjpod2020 at gmail.com You can even leave us a voicemail. You just got to go through the Anchor app, hit the leave voicemail link, leave that 10 second voicemail and we'll put it on the next episode. Thank you for taking your time to listen to the Punts, Bunts and Jams podcast and we'll see you soon.